Blog Talk Radio. Lucid's Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations, and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, the wisdom teachings of the ages. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of Lucis Trust. Alice Bailey wrote 24 volumes of literature, and those 24 volumes of literature are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought, though, comes from Natalie Banks, a longtime student of Alice Bailey teachings. The constant reappearance of the ageless wisdom handed down from remote times has been compared in symbol to a golden thread, a spiritual lifeline waxing and waning in clarity from century to century. The idea of a golden thread running throughout history seems to imply that there's a unity in man's spiritual beliefs, regardless of culture or religion. Is that true? Yes. Um, the idea of the golden thread, in fact, is a, um, uh, a subject treated in one of the very well-known myths of ancient Greece. Um, didn't it have to do with Theseus and Ariadne mm. and a labyrinth? Yes, it's, um, it's a, a very ancient... And it's, it's a very ancient myth, but uh, as like all myths, it has a teaching uh, character to it. And um, in, in this um, book by Natalie Banks called The Golden Thread, there is a description of this myth, and perhaps we might just mention it at the beginning here just to identify what this golden thread is and what it means in, in terms of this myth. Uh, and it has to, does have to do with Ariadne. Uh, she gave a ball of golden thread to Theseus to be unwound as he traveled through the torturous winding paths of the gloomy labyrinth of Crete into which he had been sent by the king ostensibly as a sacrifice but in reality to slay the minotaur which dwelt at its center. And it was only by means of this gleaming thread, the golden thread, that held firmly throughout his terrifying journey that Theseus 
was able to return safely out of the dark and tangled maze after slaying the Minotaur. And of course the Minotaur is simply a symbol for the ignorance and the greed and the selfishness that um, lies at the base of the human character. And it's this that has to be slain. And the labyrinth must be what? The lower Well, the labyrinth is, 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 is the dark stage of the descent of human beings, of the soul, the descent into dense physical matter. Mm-hmm. Deep into materialism. Mm. And the golden thread in this myth uh, represents the teachings of the ageless wisdom, which is the provides the way back to God. It seems that this subject of the ageless wisdom and the golden thread that runs throughout human history is uh, an appropriate um, segue um, to follow on from our discussion of uh, the one life. Because uh, in our discussion of the one life, we discussed how that view of existence uh, posits a central unifying source to all manifestation from which all things proceed and to which all things return. And this central life is utterly and completely unifying in its nature. Well, the ageless wisdom also draws upon that concept of unity in the sense that it draws a a kind of a... um, picture or diagram, it traces the development of human consciousness and particularly human spirituality, belief, faith, throughout history from the dawn of time to the present and finds that there is this similarity of belief that has been with mankind from its various very, uh, very earliest days on earth. And regardless of differences in culture and history and um, tradition and experience, nevertheless, in all different cultures, all different um, types of um, people and societies, there is this similar view of the world, not in the sense of a religious view, because we know that religions are actually the source of deep differences and divisions amongst people. But the ageless wisdom is a a spiritual teaching that you could say sort of runs alongside religion or perhaps rises above religion but isn't contained within organized religion. And I think the key word is contained. The ageless wisdom can't be contained or pinned down by any particular religious tradition. It's free of all uh, religious um, Uh, crystallization and therefore has been allowed to run its course. That's probably the good thing about it because it is uh, free from the orthodox kind of uh, scriptures that uh, have, uh, as you say, have divided religious uh, teachings throughout the world. But the ageless wisdom teachings, this is the thread that has existed from well, it goes back to Atlantean days, and the, and the times there were rather basic. You know, the, the teachings, the mystery schools of those those um, far-off times were uh, dependent upon the um, consciousness of the race at the time, the human race, and yeah. it wasn't um, it wasn't too advanced. So, I mean, the 
Uh, the wisdom teachings at that time were rather basic. They were also a teaching that, as I understand it, was given to humanity at that time, mm-hmm. right. brought into human consciousness by great evolved teachers who lived on earth then and who sort of handed the human beings of the time this sacred teaching about the real underlying nature of reality. But these teachers withdrew due to man's misuse of the teaching, the overwhelming desire and selfishness and materialism that developed within humanity brought about what mythology says was a great flood. And a lot of the different world uh, mythologies have the story of the flood in one way or another that eliminated Atlantis and uh, drove the great teachers or masters back to the inner side of life. And what we are left with is a sense of having lost something, of having had a knowledge that was lost and that we are trying to reclaim. That sense of quest is deep in the human psyche and it's, it lies behind such myths or fables as the um, Holy Grail the search for the Holy Grail I think that's part of the appeal of the what was that book that um, uh, oh my mind fails me at times the bestseller that uh, sold millions and millions of copies oh the Da Vinci Code you're talking yeah, about yeah the Da Vinci yeah. Code that there are imprisoned within our world and available to us these great truths but that we have to find and discover for ourselves. It's not going to be handed to us anymore. And these great truths that are are the the, um, capacity to understand or to reach for these great truths uh, is really what what gives us the incentive to to tread this path back to God. It's, It's the assurance that human beings will eventually find their way back. It's there again. It's we are we have within us this golden thread that we have to uh, hold on to, and if we follow it, it will take us out of this labyrinth of human living in this physical material world, and it will take us back to the um, to the the source, which is the the source being God in this case, and uh, this so that human beings have this capacity uh, is something that we should really um, uh, look at and and cultivate within ourselves. Yes, that's one of the essential components of the ageless wisdom, regardless of how it's expressed in its details in a particular culture. The one basic principle or tenet of the ageless wisdom that all people who have uh, that tradition have recognized is that the physical world isn't the only reality. In fact, the physical world isn't really reality. That behind the outer level of life, there's a non-physical reality that is in fact enduring and eternal. Everything that is material passes away. But on another level, this higher reality is, is perennial. But it can't be grasped by the five senses it's not tangible but there is the recognition that there is a path to it and again that's another um, metaphor for the golden thread there is a path to this reality that every human being can tread and a further metaphor for the path is the ageless wisdom teaching that within every human being there is 
a kind of a lifeline or I suppose a golden thread in consciousness which in Sanskrit is called the Antakarana, the rainbow bridge, the path in consciousness that every human being has the capacity to develop and that is the return in consciousness to realization of our source in which we live and move and have our being. We are not apart from this source but belong to it. That's a central component of the ageless wisdom. Yes, and I think we, we touched on that in one of our previous programs that about the uh, the one in whom we live and move and have our being and we are part of that great being. And um, that is a very important um, aspect to, to keep in mind because uh, it it is the, the, the golden thread and that thread of consciousness comes by way of the soul, of course, and the soul is what gives us this uh, ability, the soul quality is what gives us this ability to follow the path. And the soul is another component of the Ageless Wisdom, the concept of a, an inner divine component that exists buried perhaps, but present within every human being, this divine essence that is more realized in some people and less so in others, but present in all of us. And that's what gives every human being the capacity to follow the golden thread back to the source. But it has to be self-chosen. And that comes only at a certain point in a human being's evolution, that there is this conscious choice to return to the source. As long as one is satisfied with the pursuit of material living and the pleasure and fulfillment of material life, one won't have that hunger. But the return to the essence of life is what the Ageless Wisdom is all about. I think one of the problems that organized religions, and particularly particularly what are called the Abrahamic religions, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, have caused is a kind of a severance between God or deity and humanity. I don't think that was present in the essence of those religions, nor is it present in the greatest examples of those religions, but the ordinary human approach to those organized religions might fail to understand that there is God transcendent and God immanent. The emphasis on the one God or monotheism has sort of put God out there or up there, apart from the world and apart from us, whereas the other aspect of divinity, God imminent, stresses the fact that each of us is a fragment of that life, and that's a crucial aspect of the ageless wisdom that people of all ages have sensed. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, the wisdom teachings of the ages. And we have a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the book uh, called The Golden Thread uh, by Natalie Banks. And today's discussion is uh, based on The Golden Thread. There's so much, if you want to explore our topic that we're discussing today further, you might want to read The Golden Thread. The special offer for this book, it's a relatively brief book, it's 95 pages. The special offer comes uh, in the form of free shipping and handling, so it's only $6.00. 
And what you need to do if you'd like to have this book is send us a check or money order for $6. Send it to Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. <coughs> and also, I'll write a little note saying that you heard about the offer on our program, Inner Sight. Once again, send a check or money order, $6.00 to Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And once again, the title of the book is The Golden Thread, and the price is $6. It's by Natalie uh, Natalie Banks. <coughs> the Golden Thread, just to give you a little pricey on the book, it's a brief but remarkably expansive view of the ageless wisdom that we're talking about on today's show. And the book, uh, in the book, is traced the origins uh, to ancient world religions and myths, both of the East and the West, and its development throughout history. This book is an excellent introduction to the ageless wisdom as written in the 24 bo- books by Alice Bailey. So this is only a beginning. If you, if you, as a result of uh, reading this book, if you uh, if, th- if this stimulates your interest in the ageless wisdom, you have another 24 volumes to go, which is uh, quite an undertaking. <laughs> but uh, believe me, I find it fascinating, and uh, I really kind of enjoy plowing through these books. And it's not quite an effort when you enjoy something. But um, we also uh, appreciate your uh, donations. They are tax deductible, and and that's what keeps us on the air. We really appreciate your support. And so if you'd like to make donations, uh, please do so. We want to stay on giving you these broadcasts Broadcasts and your donations are the only way that we can do it. So send donations to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And uh, you, if you want to make more direct contact with us, you certainly can by... Uh, uh, coming to our uh, monthly meditation meetings, or you can write or call for a meeting uh, schedule or a general package of information. You can acquire a general package of information or cassette tapes of radio shows at one eight six 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 nine five eight two four seven. 695 8247 That's 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it is one eight six six ny lucis Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. Our website is www.lucistrust.org, and there's a lot of information on the website, and the primary reason that people key into the website is to listen to the previously archived library of radio shows. Uh, I was thinking, you know, you hear so much uh, when you read history, especially ancient history. Uh, One of the things that breaks my heart is when I read uh, that part of history about the destruction of the library in Alexandria mm-hmm. and uh, before coming for meeting uh, uh, this organization and uh, becoming involved with uh, Lucis Trust, uh, I would sometimes uh, think about what all the knowledge you know, the ageless wisdom that was destroyed and I mm-hmm. thought that she was gone forever. You hear about Genghis, I don't know if it was Genghis Khan or Attila the, the Hun who burned that fabulous ancient library to the ground and and then you hear uh, historical uh, comments about Constantine, Emperor Constantine, who decided that he was going to edit uh, the New Testament, mm-hmm. and so he dropped certain things that were very interesting at the time. I just wanted, what, uh, I, what is your comment on that? Is, uh, is, is the wisdom lost? Is a lot of it lost? Not really. 
as a, um, a follow-up to your mention of the library in Alexandria, that has been um, reconstructed in recent years by an organization that has undertaken that huge project. And we were asked if we wanted to donate a set of the books of Alice Bailey to that library, and we did. Oh, so the uh, books of Alice Bailey are present in the reconstructed library in Alexandria. I suppose if we believe that all things happen for a reason, perhaps the loss of that library was a sign that humanity was so ungrateful and um, uninterested in the wisdom that at one time was available to it. And that's part of what I mentioned earlier, this sense of having lost something, this wisdom that was once present and given to humanity on a platter, so to speak, was ignored and disregarded and I suppose we've paid a price for it, but that doesn't mean things are hopeless. I think what was decided as a better way was for humanity of its own volition to develop the spiritual hunger to recapture this wisdom, but under its own devices, by drawing upon its own inner resources, the light within. And that era of light began, I suppose we could say, with the realization of the Buddha and his final words be a lamp unto your own feet look not to anyone outside yourself for help well he was saying that we each of us have this intuitive realization of truth within us that with a little exercise and practice we can begin to develop and we have instruction on meditation that goes back to even um, the earliest times of the written word in the form of the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. Who was Patanjali? Maybe you can say Well, he goes back to uh, ancient times in India, and he was, as you said, one of the first to actually write down, uh, this probably goes down, what, 10, 15,000 years ago, they say. Something they're not sure. Uh, Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a a marvelous um, piece of work that he did, and we still have those those uh, ancient sutras today, we still use them. In fact, one of the Alice Bailey books is called The Light of the Soul, which is a, a interpretation of these ancient sutras and a, a commentary uh, about each one. So it's a, an ancient teaching that is still used today and will be used for many hundreds of years, thousands of years to come. And it's a teaching that emphasizes meditation as the means for recovering the path of the golden thread. In other words, developing the power of the mind to find one's way out of the labyrinth of materialism and uh, only uh, physical reality and to rediscover the inner um, levels of life through the techniques of the mind. That's the whole essence of the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. And that is, uh, as I say, is a teaching that's been with us for some 11,000 years or more. So not everything was lost. And there's a wonderful book by Aldous Huxley called The Perennial Philosophy that traces the, the essential teaching of the Ageless Wisdom or the Perennial Philosophy throughout human um, societies. One of the interesting things is that this essential wisdom is found even in societies that might be called quite simple, or to use an, 
unpolitically correct word primitive. In fact, I think such peoples are unencumbered by overdevelopment of the concrete mind and perhaps are more intuitive and often have uh, quite a, a developed understanding of the spiritual uh, elements of existence. Such peoples as the Aborigines of Australia, the Polynesian peoples, um, we could name them on and on. This morning I was reading a book by Max Freedom Long on the Kahuna tradition of Hawaii, which resided in the priest kings of ancient Hawaii. They had great spiritual knowledge. And he says that tradition is the same as is found in a particular tribe in the Atlas Mountains of Morocco, who have actually very similar words for a lot of the same concepts, which suggests that the ancient uh, Polynesians who settled Hawaii must have come from Morocco, who knows? But obviously there's a global tradition that is being uncovered. Well, there's a subjective uh, source here that there are all these tribes, ancient tribes have been tapping into, I think, and they're, they're, they're um, tapping in on the same, same ideas that have existed since time immemorial. And uh, the spiritual hierarchy of this planet that has been guiding the evolutionary course of humanity and its development have been possession of these ancient teachings and uh, so they are uh, are there for any uh, person any any tribal to to uh, tap into and draw from and I think these are how the the ancient teachings are, are passed on because as you say the the uh, Polynesians had these um, teachings and of course in the Mayans and the mm -hmm. Aztecs and the Incas they are also along the same traditions and uh, the ancient Egyptians all of these represent the uh, golden thread that has uh, existed uh, throughout the eternity actually. What I think is so interesting is that this wisdom uh, is um, it resides in societies that have not possibly had any contact with each other, which suggests again the theme of our past program, the one life, that there are certain elements of the human psyche or spirit that are universal and that don't require outer contact or sharing uh, to express themselves. Simply the fact of our humanity being a soul living in a physical body and with a mind uh, suggests that we all, regardless of our outer experiences and uh, so on, discover these same essential truths. And that's what's so beautiful about the, the Ageless Wisdom, the revelation of the essential unity of, of man's understanding of what reality is. There's so much more we can say about it. Perhaps we have to, to continue this discussion another time. I hope so. <laughs> Please take advantage of our special offer from Luce's Publishing Company. And that's the book upon which this show is based, and it's uh, the title of which is The Golden Thread by Natalie Banks, who is a longtime student of Alice Bally Teachings. And the special offer comes in the form of free shipping and handling. It's $6, so if you... I want to take advantage of this offer. Ask for the golden thread. Uh, send us a check or money order, $6, 
to Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing Company, Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Uh, once again, Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. On a toll-free number, one 695 8247. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. With Straight Talk's Keep Your Own Phone SIM Kit, you can keep your phone, yeah, the one right in your hand, plus your same 4G LTE network and number, but pay way less. Straight Talk Wireless, only at Walmart. 